Welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi podcast. I am your host Leland here with my good friend Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. Uh, this week we have uh, the topic, and uh, I think it's aptly timed. Um, mm-hmm. There is a new X-Men movie coming out, which I have already seen and I enjoyed, but I'm pretty simple to please. Uh, I have given way. I had to make peace with the X-Men movies. Those people do not read comics. And occasionally, um, yeah. And that they have done their own thing. Okay. And if I, I, I feel that most of the X-Men movies, um, good or bad, that's subjective. Uh, even though they may not be holding, beholding to one specific storyline or comic or characterization, they definitely have moments in the movie where they are hitting the heart of what an X-Men comic or character does right and sometimes those moments can actually outweigh a kind of a crappy movie for me sure so um yeah so like certain scenes and like even like no one likes x3 it's it's not good but there's a couple moments in there where you're like oh that was fun that was fun but it's a good thing it's been written out of continuity so it doesn't matter at all now I never had a problem with them going in a different direction from the comic books. Sure, as long as it's motivated. Exactly. And also, uh, we don't necessarily need to see the same story again. No, I think Walking Dead's really good about doing that. Yeah, they are. Also, Star Wars has apparently been just like, well, you had all those stories over here. Now we're going to tell a new story. Do you really want us to follow the same continuity? No, I don't need to. Now, like, it's for... It's a good example. Um... Wolverine 3 is has just started production. Okay. They have not announced that it's Old Man Logan. Oh, all right. But it's kind of 99.99999% yeah. sure that they're doing an adaption of the Old Man Logan storyline. Is it still Hugh Jackman? It is still Hugh Jackman. Um, How awesome would that be to be like to be able to age with your character? Yes. Right not that he's Old Man Logan age by no, any means. No, but that is... He is now the longest running actor to portray one superhero without changing. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's fantastic. And the fact that he thoroughly enjoys it. Yeah, he does. He um, gets such a kick out of it. But he did say um, in one of the interviews for Days of Future Past that like he was going to hang up his claws. And then when he went and did that one, it kind of rejuvenated his love. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was like, oh, I'll keep doing it for a couple more years. But he has said publicly, he's like, I'm almost 50. Like, I'm going to have to stop eventually. Sure. Um, and he's made peace with that, I feel. Okay. Um, and for the Old Man Logan storyline, the worst kept secret in Hollywood is that Patrick Stewart's in it. Uh-huh. Like, even he, he's not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on The Nerdist, and he was just like, well, I'm starting production on the movie soon, and I can't talk about it. And Chris Hart was just like, oh, well, we'll call it... You know, Wolverine. And he was just like, he goes, I can't even say that. You know, just like, you know, like even Stephen Colbert was just like, well, you know, that movie you're doing about the man with the claws, but you can't talk about it. He's just like, I can't talk about it. <laughs> so it's like, it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood that he is also in the movie. Um, the problem with the old man Logan, going back to the example, have you ever read the old man Logan? Yes. yes. Love it. I yeah. think it's the best Wolverine story um, we've had in probably a decade. And the Secret Wars storyline was good too. I enjoyed yeah. the Secret yeah. Wars. Now the book that's come out afterwards, mm. hit or miss. I haven't read that one it's yet. It's definitely hit or miss. Okay. Um, but the old man Logan series itself had no X-Men in it except him. Right. So whatever Fox Marvel does with it will be an adaption clearly because the movie is about him and Hawkeye. I mean the book. Right. So it's like and it has to deal with 
all the other Marvel characters. I think Emma Frost is in it for like a scene. So there's only this one X-Men they can use. Yeah. So it is... Wait, there's a Hawkeye over in the Marvel Universe too? What? You had said him and Hawkeye? I may I may have just jumped in. You may have to cut all this out. You said the, the, the book is him and Hawkeye? Yeah, yeah, in, in Hawkeye. It's him and Clint. Is it really? Yeah, it's old man Clint. Okay, hopefully cut all that out yeah, so yeah, I don't hear completely stupid. Because yeah. uh, suddenly I was just like, the, the worlds, because of the two different movies. I was no, like, no, I'm talking book. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah book, yeah. oh yeah, they can still mingle. Okay. Like, they all know Peter Parker in the book. Okay. In the movie, it's kind of like Peter, maybe? <laughs> so, but yeah, but like, so you can't have uh, Clint roll up to have Logan help him. Right, right. Because right. of copyright issues. Yeah, exactly. So also, it, when you find out that Patrick Stewart's in the movie, you're like... Well, how old is Patrick Stewart in this? Because yeah. if it's old man Logan, yeah. Patrick Stewart's got to be 11 deep by this point. I would think that, And he's a man who's aged well, but eventually he is going to age. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So here they're going to... Fox, Marvel Fox has definitely has a license to do what they want okay. as far as the X-Men franchise is concerned. So. Okay. Whatever they call it, either Old Man Logan or just Wolverine 3. Sure. Whatever. They, they say they want to loosely base it on that. And loosely, I think, is a relative term. Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> you know, that's, it was established like years and years ago that you can do that. You yeah. Know? All of the incarnations of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, none of them followed the book exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It that way. He's um, like, let's tell a different story. But that's not what we're... I mean, we'll probably reference the movies a few times here and there just because you can't because they have been kind of a big deal for the sure. last like 20 years. But most of it, today is going to be a comic book episode. So if you don't read comics, bye. Yeah, I was about to <laughs> say, we've got a great episode we did about Robot Love a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you should go, go listen to go that. Go knock it it out. Was fun. Yeah. But I think out of science fiction, as far as our concern, uh, genetics is very much science fiction. Mm. And mutants and mutations kind of goes with it. And I think that the evolution of you know the mutant gene in the Marvel comics, when they started them in 64... I have always been captured by the X-Men. Like, yeah. they're probably... Like, I love Cap. Mm -hmm. But I think the X-Men are probably my favorite thing over at Marvel. Right, right. Like, no matter how bad those books have gotten... And, yeah. you know, and books do. that. Just mm -hmm. these series that go for more than 50 years, there's going to be ups and downs. I probably still collect every title with an X in front of it. Oh, wow. No matter how terrible it is. And I'll even yeah. know it's terrible when I'm reading it. You're like, this is just... Well, shit. My thing is, so many of the, the books that are coming out right now, I mean, the what is it, the all-new, all-different Avengers or something? Yeah. Sandoval's doing the art on that? I love the art on that one. It's That's a good one. book. It's that the one with Squirrel the... Girl, which I don't like Squirrel Girl at all, but I like the way he draws her. That's, um, cool. that's Uncanny Avengers, I think? New uh, Avengers? I thought it was all-new, all-different. She's Avengers. not on that team. All-new, all-different Avengers I'm thinking is... about the one with Wiccan and the whole yeah, thing that's, and, um, and Squirrel New Girl. Avengers. It's a New Avengers. Yeah. Okay. There's three Avengers teams yeah. and they're all kind of they need to get one big team because all their little teams got like crappy people on them you're like well how about you dump some of the crappy people and put those people on the bigger team yeah i read i read the one that i guess it was a free comic book day with nova and ms marvel and everything that is the all new all different oh Avengers. that's the yeah. all new all different with um the, see how it's easy to get confused the muslim miss marvel correct yes yeah yes, she's yes, awesome yeah no she's but she's cool. an inhuman yeah, which that's is kind of yeah. weird. Which basically inhuman space mutant. Like, let's yeah. be realistic. That's that's Marvel's way of saying mutants. I, forget, the I world. read something at one point. Somebody was talking about. Uh, they were talking about the combination between all the different Marvel worlds and how 
well, you know, in the Marvel movies, they can't have X-Men because that's a different copyright. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have already brought in these Inhumans, which are their answer to the mutants. And I was like, are you unaware that the Inhumans exist in the comic books, too? And they've yeah. actually been around for a little while, yeah. you know? They just They're space mutants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's anyway. like, that's really the only difference. Yeah, and fine. I like the Inhumans. They're fine. Mm. Uh, I Actually, no, let me, let me rephrase it. There's nothing wrong with the Inhumans. Sure. Uh, the problem I feel with the Inhumans is they have not had any standout characters True. like the X-Men. Right. Um, like, I love Black Bolt and I love Medusa. But mm-hmm. that's really the only two I kind of care about. Mm. Sometimes Crystal. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what the and hell I Crystal really, does. I don't know a heck of a lot not about a Crystal. Yeah, I know she has a funky thing in her blonde hair. Okay. And that she had a kid with Human Torch. Okay. okay. I think. That's really all. No, she had a kid with Quicksilver. But she dated Human Torch. So that was okay. Oh. Yeah, so the space mutants are heavily involved with the mutants. So if it's not them combining together right. a lot of times, I'm kind of like, meh. I'm not reading any of the books where they're talking about something about the mutants were being poisoned by yes. humans. Is that still a thing that's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's still okay. a thing right now. Okay. Yeah, the Terrigen mist that Black Bolt and Thanos Got it. spread out in the world. It's creating a bunch of Inhumans, which is great for the comics and the movie-verse. Sure. Because now they can be like, oh, here's a new in- Inhuman. Yeah. But it's it's making the mutants sterile. Right. So there right. could not... The mutants are always facing some sort of sterilization, right. uh, AIDS slash well, whatever you know what? At least thing. it's not Scarlet Witch this time. You no. Know? For once, we have no. a crisis of mutants that wasn't caused by Scarlet Witch. They had this fantastic, uh, fantastic, uh, very subjective, mm-hmm. uh, terrible and fantastic article on Yahoo, which I think, you know, when you go to the, the news, Yahoo, uh, um, they're, they're so behind by days. It yeah. is amazing to me. Yeah. They were like, Super, no, what is it? It was like, um, fan favorite popular X-Men character says she's dying. So I'm like, what's that uh, one? Right, I'm like, click. Because yeah. I was like. That is clickbait right there. Oh, to, for me? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. all right, click. And it's like, uh, Dazzler says she's dying. I'm like, very popular fan favorite? <laughs> no, about that I think one. someone's never really read an X-Men comic. No. Because Dazzler's C-list at best. Yeah. Now, granted. She's my A-list. No, but I know she, she is. But she is C-less. And she buttest. had a really good storyline pre-Secret Wars. I don't know what's going on with her right now. You she's know? on the A-Force team, but she's dying. Okay. So it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> you know what? They have a different artist on the A-Force book, so I haven't been reading it a lot lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been weird. Yeah. And the fact that She-Hulk may or may not have died in Civil War too, so it's kind of like, so she's not leading a team now? Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> is Rhodey possibly going to die? In yeah, that's the other big one. Uh, yeah, because like, I saw oh, I saw the so free comic book day. So one we have to like, kill people to make a storyline good. No, you don't. No, you don't. You know, but we did get a nice kiss between him and um, uh, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. before was... he may or may not have died. So whoopee shit. <laughs> no, but I just when I saw him punch him and it's like I felt like his fist was going straight through him. I don't. Yeah. And everybody's just like. Something like he's barely breathing or whatever. I'm like, how is he breathing at all yeah, after he's, that? He's what? Have, he's have a hole. He really should. Uh, I think since I first... I, I love the idea that... What I love about the, the X-Men and the mutants was that it was... Um, anyone can be a mutant. Yes. You didn't have to be like 
super sexy, super wealthy, or you know any of the other tropes for superheroes. Part of a secret government program right. or something. Anyone yeah. with the genetic structure to get the oops factor yeah. would like have go through puberty, feel real shitty one afternoon, and next thing you know, you have powers. Yeah. Hey, look, you get wings. I mean, how <laughs> and much it was, is that? Oh, and, it was, and you didn't know what you were getting. And yeah. that's also the dark side of the mutants, is you can get a real shitty power. Yeah, and many of them do. Or maybe you're a mutant. I mean, they even had that at one point when they were rounding up mutants. They were dragging this guy off, and he had, like, spikes or something come out of his face. And he, he called himself something... He's like, I'm not a superhero. I don't have any powers. I just look this way. Yeah. So you could get a mutant thing that's really just you look very, very different. I was it. Um, I don't even remember his name in the comic because the, the guy with the eyeballs all over his body. Oh, I, I want to say they called him Eye Guy or something. Yeah. What you know? a terrible power. I know, and he even said that too. Yeah, he's, he's just like, like I have eyeballs everywhere. Like yeah. it sucks. Yeah, and he's kind of mopey and emo, but you know that's sort of. But then wouldn't he, you be exactly? But didn't he end up? Getting some kind of powers? Well, they do a futuristic thing where they went to the future and he was like a very heavily influential X-Men in the future. And he learned what what his eyeballs can do kind of a thing. He made peace with it. But that's usually what happens when you're a teenager. You hate what you are and then you make peace with it. And then they also brought in the idea of secondary mutations every once in a while. When I was reading the comics back in the 90s, everybody was this, that, and the other. And then I come back to it in the... God... 2011, 12, mm-hmm. whatever. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, how long have they been able to do that? And they're like, uh, secondary mutation. And I'm like, oh. Some, oh, are, okay. some of them have been good. I mean, some of them are bad, yeah. just depending on what it is. I think I think one of the better secondary mutations was um, Emma Frost going from just being a telepath that she has a secondary mutation of the diamond form. Right, which was not a thing back when I was first Um The only drawback was her in her diamond form, though, is that she can't use her telepathy or she has no feeling right and that i always i love that when they Mm -hmm. put limitations on powers you know rogue can absorb the power of anybody around her and get all those powers she can't touch anybody i'm kind of glad they got rid of that did they get rid of that it's up and down sometimes it is sometimes it isn't depending on the the writer really For, for for a while it was back to she was like she learned to control it or something like she could have a relationship she had had several relationships Mm -hmm. she could absorb and retain them Mm -hmm. so like if she absorbed Iceman's powers at one point she could call upon them and then make them work again situation Uh, I always thought that was when she was kind of at her best I do like the limitations Mm -hmm. But her limitation, if I had to hear about it one more time, that is, is exactly, that's why I got bored with it. That is so. I first started reading X Men nineteen ninety one, mm-hmm. and that was right when they rebooted it with the beautiful oh, Jim yeah, Lee the, art. The, the, uh, there's enough of those still out in the world you can build paper for. You with. absolutely yes. can, and yet I still I I have several of them mm-hmm. with like the multiple covers and everything. But for me, I loved I loved the art. I love these very distinctive characters. Here is Cyclops, here is Rogue, and then the Rogue Gambit thing. Back then, I thought it was cool. Now it's weird. Well, yeah, that was the thing. Rogue and Gambit were definitely my favorite characters back in the 90s. I shipped them like crazy. Oh, sure. You and everybody else, yeah. But I got so tired of the whining, and both of them whine him about all of his secrets and her, and I'm just removed from everybody. It got old. I feel the same way with the Scott and Jane shit. Yes. It's like after a while, I was like, okay, you find you marrying them off and then it was just like you gave them nothing but drama yeah exactly so why bother letting them be happy Mm -hmm. for an issue Mm -hmm. if you were just going to break them up 
kill her, have him have a, a you know, a psycho, a psych, um, psychic break? affair, oh, you know, yes. all sorts of drama. Why bother? And like, when I first heard about that, and there's even, man, when I first heard about it, I thought, you know, Scott and Jean, and they're finally broken up, or he cheated on her, or whatever, and I'm like, well, it's good that he's over with Emma Frost, because... Gene is way too good for him. But then the more that I got to know Scott and Emma Frost, I'm like, Emma Frost is way too good for Scott. And I had never liked her before, but she's way too good for Scott. It is weird. Well, that's because Scott Summers became kind of an asshole. Like, He's always been a bit of a douchebag. He's always been either the Boy Scout douchebag, but there's a limit. Yeah. But now that he's kind of the new Magneto, yeah. and even Magneto's like, but you're me. <laughs> which even is Magneto funny. was just like, dude, shouldn't you maybe calm down a little I bit? I know. That's, you know when anytime Magneto's bad. just like, you're being a dick. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a bad that's thing. That's bad. I, um, Emma Frost has always been one of my top tier characters because mm-hmm. I love a good female villain. Yeah. And my first x-men read was the dark phoenix saga i had never heard of the x-men but i knew like i knew who wolverine and storm were because you know how can you not yeah but like so when i read the dark phoenix saga and my first introduction was that book is a lot of first appearances first appearance of shadow cat first appearance of dazzler first appearance of you know emma frost the hellfire club these are all the characters that i put in my top fives right. because I remember reading them because they were so important. But the idea that there's this this upper echelon bitch who thinks she's British, then you find out she's not British right. whatsoever. Right. Who can control people with her minds and then she straps Storm down and puts her hands on her forehead and like claws them across, yeah. but she's like mind raping her. Like yeah. that captured by man. I'm like, that is an evil, evil woman. Mm-hmm. I love her. Yes. And she wears a corset. <laughs> <laughs> she does not give a crap. Yeah. And and then they, you know, they uh, made her a villain all these years. And then she got into put into a coma for like forever. Like I kept waiting for them to wake her up, and finally they woke her up. And then she, you know, Grant Morrison brought her into the X-Men. And I was reading and going like, oh, no, you you took a two-dimensional villainous character and gave her a third dimension by making her good. Yeah. And it's better than you ever would have thought it would be. And then you made her with Scott Summers, which they were a great couple for a while. Yeah, yeah. Until he started going, you know, kind of crazy. Off the rails. Um, I, I enjoy Emma Frost as a character. I think... She has been poorly represented in the movies so far, yeah. which is weird because, not weird, um, First Class is probably my favorite X-Men movie, mm-hmm. and and she's in it, and the portrayal, I'm trying to think of the term here, the character that they have given us is doing all the things that I wanted to see her do. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate is they hired January Jones to play her, who is a terrible, terrible actress. That is kind of the thing, yes. Like, so that movie is so excellent, but there's this one lower level that keeps it from being amazing, yeah. that keeps it excellent because you have a shitty portrayal of a character that was done pretty correct on paper for the time period. True, though, I... She comes across as like the big bad guys, not even the big bad guys. She should be like almost at a level with the big bad guys. And she is in the comics, but yeah, exactly. in the movie, in the movie she's not, no, she's no. like a she's like a henchman basically. Well, that stems from I think them not understanding yeah. 
what she was supposed to do. What they got is yeah. she's, you know, she's a psychic who wears a corset and she can turn into diamonds. And sure. they, they got that in there. <laughs> and you're like, well, check, check, yeah, check. Yeah, so, you're not wrong. Uh, but... I, and and I, I think, um, like, I've always been a big fan of uh, the, 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 I love the Jean Grey. I like that she dies and comes back. I think it's a thing. I, like her name's fucking Phoenix. I'm like, therefore, it's implied. Yep. Um, granted, now she's been dead for quite a while now, and they have not brought her back. But they had did the, they brought her in as the teenager her thing, which has been. I was kind of very hesitant in the in the, in the beginning, kind of like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. And then it worked. I and we also so... got the better Scott Summers right, out of it, right. which is like, oh, I get what you did. Okay. I was so surprised. To me, doing something like that would be something that she would do, and they would stay there for a couple issues, and then they would go home. Right. When they made it permanent, I just I was so caught flat-footed by that that they're still here. Yeah. And I like it. I really do. I do. And I like that they um, there's two, well, it's like almost three different versions of Angel roaming around mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You've got Young Angel with the cosmic wings. Mm-hmm. You've got... Archangel, who's a mindless drone, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then you have sexy Archangel, who's like some sort of weird priest thing. And you're, just, you're like, all three of you guys need to get together and work your shit out from the angel front. Because the, it's weird. The, the cosmic <laughs> angel with the cosmic wings, which I do... I don't like the design of his little helmet thing, but I love the design on those wings. It's very cool. See, he's the only one right now that's technically angel. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else is not angel. You're right. Um... I, I, I like that. I think having Blue Beast go a little crazy and mm-hmm. then having Human Beast be the beast we like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that Iceman is now a cool gay character. Yes. And I like that they finally addressed how older Iceman wasn't gay, but younger Iceman was gay. And they had the whole conversation. He's just like, you know, I'm gay, so therefore... Yeah. And they, they pretty <laughs> much sussed that out by... Older Iceman is just incredibly closeted. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's open now, but he's yeah. very open, like, only with a few people. But I love the way he described it. He's like, I've already got this thing about me, this mutant ability that makes me different from everybody else. Yeah. And then I had this other thing on top of it. And I just, I didn't, I wanted to be, you know, quote unquote, normal in some way. And it was so sad and hard. It, it was hard. And I liked that he, when he cried, it was like ice cubes were dropping. Yeah. Well, they weren't like cubes. No, but. they were still like, yeah. Uh, but which is, Weird that they did that in the um, the Bendis run did that, but they have had kind of um, I'm trying to think what do you, um, they've had signs of it in other writers versions of X Men way back up to, like many years from from this point like at one point Northstar hit on Iceman and he was like whoa whoa I'm, I'm I don't swing that way buddy and he was yeah. like are you sure yeah. like so it's been implied that Iceman may or may not have been gay for quite a while mm-hmm. I don't know if that was just the Northstar joke that they threw in there could have been you know yeah. 15 years ago and the, the fact that Iceman could never make it work with any of his female girlfriends at the time also true so I don't know if that was like a long process they had but it seemed to work out organically for today's Iceman and was it um, Sean Ashmore was saying he was the actor that plays him in the movies was saying oh I, I would love to come back and play a gay Iceman and I'm like that's great Unfortunately, we're going younger, yeah. and you, no. you're you 35 now, buddy, so yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> it's like, you had your Days of Future Past shot, mm-hmm. which were great. Yes, <laughs> like, liked those a lot. Like, but you were, 
you're done. Mm-hmm. Like we're mm-hmm. we're skewing younger now, man. Because <laughs> yeah. it's been twenty years since you were a young ice man. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But I I I, I like that you said the. Um, there's the X-Men always come with like baggage. Mm-hmm. There's always like the um whatever you call it, the rogue can't touch, but she's got power, whatever sure. that term was. You have to have you know, just to make somebody completely powerful I mean, we've talked about it before with Superman, the only it's just kind of like, well, who does he fight against if he's all powerful? Right. And like, thank goodness for the kryptonite, that's fine. But yeah, it's nice to have something has to prevent them from winning the day every time. Yeah. I do feel that the X-Men get shit on about as much as Spider-Man does by J.J., like, there comes a point where it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. You guys can write better. Like, yeah. you, you can do better. Yeah. I don't need to read the, oh, the, the mutants, the humans hate the mutants again. Like, it's, it makes me wonder that, you know, it actually gives me absolutely no faith in the people in the Marvel Universe as a whole. Like, they are in a universe where their gods live among them. And I mean literal gods, yeah. Norse gods, yeah. live yeah. among them. People yeah. fly. They know they're mutants. And that they see doppelgangers take control of cities and destroy them all the time. Yeah, I don't believe in a heartbeat that they would flip on a superhero so fast. You know what I mean? Like what it's always written them in that. To do that, it, it's know? always written that way. Like, oh, we're we're pro mutant, and then like Magneto will destroy something, and they'll be like, oh, but well, we hate all mutants. And you're like, but you didn't all. But like, I think it's best described in the first X Men movie. One of the only few things in that first one that I give praise to was the when they were talking about the Mutant Registration Act. Yeah. And Senator Kelly says, "Well, we have to license them," and then Jean Grey's rebuttal is just like, "Well." We license people to drive too, you know, but his he hasn't come back to it. Right. But it's kind of like the double edged sword. You're right. Do you register people? But do you start? Where do you stop? Where yeah. do you start? And the that's, slippery slope. It is a slippery slope, but that's where the X Men kind of always have worked better when they are the allegory for insert whatever group or community is having the most drama at that time politically. Yeah. I think the Marvel people just whoever writes X Men. I don't know. It's it's. Like a lack of faith in humanity, I think people will, people will flip on something out of fear. You know, you just take it. Fear. Some will, but fear I don't and then think think of, everybody in the Marvel universe will. I don't know. <laughs> we, we, I don't want to go dark like we went in our last thing. But you just look at how how fear can motivate people to make some very questionable no, that's, decisions. No, that's all that like, is a fair assessment. <laughs> I don't know. But there, it's it, it's like there are bad people in the world, but I don't hate all people. I hate. You know, um, let's say for lack of a better example, bad terrorists. I don't hate all people. Yeah. yeah. So, but in some of the people in the Marvel universe, everyone's like, "Well, I hate all mutants." Yeah. Well, not all of them are bad. Well, they're all bad. No, well, I gotta, okay. I gotta disagree with you on that one. I mean, the anti-Muslim hysteria in this, you know, it's like it's true. And then somebody else, like on the the Night Vale group that I belong to, somebody made a comment about Cecil Palmer. Who his full name is Cecil Gershwin Palmer, and somebody was like, "Oh wow, that's that means you know." And they found some other examples that Cecil, the character, is Jewish. And this person literally got up there and said, "Oh, black," and all these people jumped on him. And out of curiosity, I went to this person's page. Right. What's going on with um, Israel? And they were equating like when someone said, "Oh, this person is Jewish." 
well, because they hated what was going on over there, to them, they all Jews. All Jewish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were like, <laughs> people have been calling me anti-Semitic just because I don't believe it. I'm like, well, yeah, but you are. So yeah. just because, <laughs> just because, yeah. I mean, of what's going on over there, if you said that somebody here in the United States was Jewish, it's like, oh, well, then I don't like them anymore. I'm like, that's what people do. <laughs> that's <know>? anti-Semitic. <laughs> that really just is. Said. Yes, yeah. But that's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I think the same thing. Oh, I hate all terrorists. I really do. But I don't hate the whole ethnic group that they belong to. No, I, half the time I never even factor in their ethnicity. Right, right, Just, right. You're yeah. a terrorist is your terrorist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a black terrorist. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't hate you because you're black. No, no. I hate you because you're a mass murderer. Be, because him. seriously, yes. because you killed people. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, I think that's, I think it's because I like to think we're fairly open-minded, accepting sort of people, but that's not everybody. No, yeah. but it, it is, um, and that kind of... Which is always kind of one of the weird topics um, when it comes to the X-Men, or mutants in general, but most of the X-Men, because that's really, those are the only mutants we know. Um, like, are you pro-Xavier, or are you pro-Magneto? Because it's like, yeah. at the heart, at the end of the day, one is a pacifist, the other is a terrorist. Yeah. Like, Magneto is a very full-on terrorist, but as we have seen as his popularity has grown, they've kind of turn him into the new Xavier, but with a firmer hand. True. And depending on who's writing him or what specific story, he is still a mass-murdering fuckhead. Yes. But he's a mass-murdering fuckhead that we love. Right. Like, we go, oh, but you're only killing the bad people, so we'll allow it. A mass-murdering fuckhead who's not always wrong. I mean, a lot of the times when he looks at some of the things that he's done, he's going after the people. Like, there's a lot of people... We all want to be able to solve the problems like Gandhi did with no violence and, you know, just peace and love and everything. But then there's always going to be those people who believe it's like, but it's not helping and people are dying and we need to do something and we need people to pay attention to us. And that's where Magneto is. He's like, you're not going to ignore me and you're not going to disrespect me because I'll kill you if I have to. And it's, it's, it is weird because it's like, those are the two, it's the, it's the, um, two sides of the same coin like the outcome you want is both there but you want it two different ways right and as much as i love xavier and i think he's a very good character that has not been handled very well in the last couple years i don't i mean he's not he's technically you know quotes dead at this time anyway they have kept him dead for an awfully long time which is fine but it's also kind of in the sense of like well he became not interesting no, like yeah. that's what you do when your character's no longer relevant. Is yeah. you get killed or you go on long sabbatical and show up your your last page shocker when you need someone to come in and save the day. Exactly, and and it's always kind of like you read X Men and you're just kind of like, well, Xavier is clearly not in the wrong, but his ideas aren't working. Yeah, like they never really worked. Yeah, not that Magneto's ideas were working better. Actually, that's but, the thing. But they were to an extent, but they were also digging the hole deeper. Exactly. I mean, he was trying to get mutants accepted as real people and mm-hmm. everything, and instead he just bumped up the fear level. Correct. And he's like, actually, I think Magneto was never so much as mutants being accepted. It's just, you know, don't treat us badly. Yeah, and, homo superior. Like, he right. was very much, we are the superior race opposed to you. But I think it's cool that Xavier never lost his, like, 
he hasn't lost his faith in humanity. He believes yeah. in the ability of people to finally accept things that are different. And sometimes that looks as like blind optimism. And sometimes it's like, well, the alternative is to become a terrible person. And I think that's one of the few things they have definitely kept relevant in the movies, even Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy's portrayal, yeah. is that he is very much that naive Professor Xavier, where you're like, yeah, this is this is the core. This is what you are. Yeah. Like you're this blind optimist that wants to peace. Yeah, we yeah. can get there if we just work harder. Yeah, you yeah. know. And then Magneto kind of just like, well, you can do that, but sometimes you need a firmer hand. Yeah, you know. And I think, and there's a nice mix, uh, especially in the new movie. I I feel that Mystique is an, is now a nice mix of both those. Like, she kind of comes in and says, like, well, we can do this your way, but we also can do this your way. Yeah. Which is so strange to have it be Mystique. Being yeah. that... In the comic books, that wouldn't have been her. No. Ever. And yeah. they've kind of started to write her like the Jennifer Lawrence characterization of it, which I don't disagree with. Yeah, okay. But the problem is, is you started... With Mystique is clearly just a background character. Yes. And then they brought her, and they kept giving her more and more to do. Well, okay, let me rephrase it. Mm-hmm. They gave Jennifer Lawrence more to do. Yes. Rebecca Romaine never got anything else to do. No, she just kind of stood around in a skin tight outfit yeah. with a lot and, of body paint. And, and, and that's fine. And then they gave Jennifer Lawrence the role, and she's excellent in it. And then she won an Oscar, and then they were like, oh, well, now we have to clearly make Mystique this three-dimensional character. Right. And you're like, okay, I'm not opposed to it, because mm-hmm. Mystique is a very cool character. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. That being it's said. Mystique. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she was always pretty... I don't. I want to say cut and dry in the comics. No, but, really, but that's a good way to say it. She though. was just. She's a person. She's a survivor. She's out for herself. Number yeah. one. That's it. No matter what. I was just. I've never read like the issues of X Men that happened around like the, from like 190 to like the 210. Mm. That was about in the time when I wasn't reading comics. I was just going back and reading them. And yeah, I mean, man, she'll shoot anybody. Yeah, and she's just everybody. a villain. Yeah, yeah, she she's is. a very black and white villain. But she has. If she cares about somebody, that does throw... That's the wrinkle. That yeah, yeah. Is that she doesn't care about anybody, but she cares about certain people Certain people, people yeah. And her relationship with Rogue is always very interesting. Her stepmother, stepdaughter yeah. thing. Yeah, and yeah. And then there was the whole... That she is the mother of Nightcrawler. Yes. Which... They did not touch on in the, any of the movies, which, let's be honest... That's a little that's too probably, much to get into, yeah. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're just like, no, no, no. That's, we don't want to make the movie work that hard. <laughs> you know, and the fact that she had a baby with Sabretooth at one point. And, you know, I always like, forget about yeah, that. Yeah, there's she's had a lot of babies. Um, also, but she was one of the first openly bisexual characters, but yeah. that has to tend when you're a shapeshifter. Yeah. It works out. I think so. But the problem I had with Mystique in the movies is not that she... I think she's an excellent version of her. She's the version that she should be. Right. Um, and Jennifer Lawrence does a great portrayal of her. The problem is is it's Jennifer Lawrence, so therefore they're giving her more to do. Yeah. And it's unfortunate for the character because... Um, Again, not spoiling anything in the new movie. She's not blue in that movie a lot. I We noticed that when the trailers came out. Yeah. That in the trailer, you just look at the time in the trailer that she spends being blue is a fraction of the now, rest of it. Now, they justify it in the movie. Okay. I don't think it's a justification. It's tough. Because it's a justification that definitely works for her character. 
that they have set up, yeah. but it feels like a forced justification just like, so that because... Jennifer Lawrence doesn't have to spend four hours in the blue suit. Right, and also because we have Oscar-winning Jennifer Lawrence yes. and we don't want to hide her under all this makeup. That is the feels... Is it, like Even though the justification is well-written and motivated in the script, you're like, all right, I'll buy it. It's like... But it seems forced. Movie movie world versus real world. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Um, I do think... I, I remember when they first cast the X-Men movie in um, 1999 of course everyone Patrick Stewart was going to be because you're like oh it's Captain McCoy. oh well he's clearly he's Xavier. so Xavier yes and, and he's excellent as I think he's gotten better as, as the movies have gone on I remember when they cast Ian McKellen I didn't know who the hell Ian McKellen was right I was like I don't know who the fuck you are yeah you know and then I see it I'm like alright you're good for old man Magneto I don't know who you really is still mm-hmm. Thus, you know, a couple years later, Gandalf. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I get it. You're I was, Ian McKellen. I was <laughs> at, like, one of my first San Diego Comic-Cons. They were showing the footage. It was a preview of Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings wasn't even out yet. It wasn't even a thing. You're right. just, it was that book that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote, right, like, right. 50 years ago. But everybody ago. was very excited about yeah. the movie, and they were doing the usual Comic-Con thing where they were showing the stuff. And the it wasn't even in the Hall H. It was in one of the larger conference yeah. rooms. That's how I was probably was. in that room with you at some point. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. Isn't that weird? I would love to see like a map to see how far, how close we walk to each other at that point. But yeah, then they were like, they showed all the footage and they said, well, we have a little, little uh, treat for you today. We'd like to present Ian McKellen. And the room just went nuts. And this is in the day when I didn't wait in line for five hours to get no, into this yeah. thing, you know? And then he just walks in there and the room just wanted to love him because Magneto and Gandalf at the same time. Yeah, and, and I, you know, and now and after knowing who he is, I went back. Yes. And discovered, yes, he is one of the greatest actors on the planet. We know that now. He, right, and, you know, and learning that. But he is a good Magneto. He definitely has... The drama that Magneto brings, but my God, when Michael Fassbender walked out in the full Magneto regalia yeah. and, and gave his like <laughs> brothers and sisters speech on the beach with the helmet, I was like, "Fuck that! <laughs> that's Magneto! That's Magneto!" Yeah. <laughs> like, Fassbender can do anything right as far as I, I was like, I was like, even though he's trying to cover up that Irish accent as best as he could, he's gotten much better at yes. it. Yes, but there was a fir- that first X Men speech on the beach where I was just like. All right, I got you. Yeah. You are Magneto. And it was yes. great. And I like that there is the dual different thing. We get the, you know, two different performances and stuff. Um, the new Storm, I think, is very good. I've been hearing good things about her, yeah. she's not being, uh, what has she got to compare to? Hit and run? I mean, that Halle Berry's portrayal is awful. Yeah. So. Which Halle Berry, it always surprises me. She is so hit or miss in her movies, too. Oh, she yeah. is so hit or miss. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's so weird I think the only time she ever got Storm correctly was the conversation between her and Nightcrawler in the back of the X-Jet and X-2. But I think that stems from the fact that Alan Cummings is so good in that scene that he's elevating her performance off of his. That's the thing that happens. Like, so she's good in... That's it for me, is that one scene. Mm. Like, her accent is... God awful in part one. So much effect that they told her to get rid of it for part two. They were <laughs> thank just you. like, by the way, thank you people oh, for telling me. It was to almost it like off. they were like, you know what? You've lived in America long enough. Yeah. We're just going to say that you picked that ass. You've lost yeah. it a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. But the new girl keeps it. 
And it's amazing because you're like, oh, that's when someone who actually studies Mm -hmm. does it. Got Mm -hmm. it. Got it. Um, Of course, in the new movie, there are some characters that fall to the wayside. You kind of wonder why why you're there. And Mm. that's even in Civil War, there were some characters who were like, you don't need to be here, but it's great. It's fine. We, like, um, we enjoy seeing you. Hope you have fun. Sure. And I think that's that stems from a lot of the X-Men is there's so many X-Men to choose from. And there's everyone has their fan favorite. Yes. And some of those ones, I mean, everyone always has like their big ones. You know, like, you know, for example, like Rogue or Magneto or stuff like that. But then everyone has their personal favorites yes. that we know will never be in a movie and we're like, lucky if we ever see them in a cartoon. If you ever, you know, if you ever see Dazzler in a movie, are you just gonna lose it all over the place? Yeah, but the problem is, is knowing that the way that they do it, they'll probably hire someone terrible to play her. And she's not gonna look the way she looked in the eighties. No, I mean, like I think the rumor was for a while they wanted um, Taylor Swift to play her, and oh, I'm just no, like, no, I'm like, that's just that. awful. No. That's 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 just hey. Who's the big up and, or not even up and coming? No. Who's the big pop star right now who has a blonde hair? Yeah. Oh, Taylor Swift. And then, you're like, that's awful. And then seven years from now, you watch the movie and you're just like, who? Yeah. I have no idea who this when person clearly is. it should be Gwen Stefani or Lady Gaga. Should. <laughs> like, Actually should. No, 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 you're not wrong. It's okay. Yeah. Or... Any blonde lady we can find. Yes, <laughs> like who happens could... to be uh, maybe a decent voice so <laughs> right. we don't have to overdub like, her. That'd we be great. do have many, many people waiting in the wings to be superstars. Yeah, that's we right. can always try someone they new. They do really, really good with the with the hair dyes and everything. Yes. They could just make her blonde. You know? uh, Go for I the mean, good singer first, please. Who's some of your uh, terrible X-Men that you just love? Maybe not terrible, but they're like the B-list at best. I'm may or may not be in a remember. movie. You know what? I don't know. It's been, I mean... That's a really good question because I always thought Dazzler was just kind of fun. I just really like that. She, when written well, mm-hmm. her powers are actually very powerful. And if people forget, Galactus wanted her to be one of the heralds at one point. So clearly, he saw something in her. No, no, that's true. I liked a lot of the ones that showed up in Generation Next. There were. Do you remember that one? With the, mm, I like Generation the Next. Yeah, there yeah, were some yeah. fun ones there. Um, whose names I don't even remember anymore. That's I would, fair. I would love to see how they would do it with today's modern technology. The guy, the guy they called him Skin, I guess. Like his, oh, Skin was gross. Oh, he was. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. I would love to see how they would do that. There was the guy who. He had like the bandages wrapped around his oh, face. Oh, Chamber. I love yeah. that. Chamber's a good character because he his psychic ability blew out yeah. the his chest and mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and that that's such a such a dark idea, mm-hmm. but really, really cool. And then there was the one I guess she was kinda psychic. What is it? Something Saint Exbury? Oh, um, Monette. Monette, that's yeah, right. She's yeah. still she's an X Men now. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Still still bitch. Yeah, oh definitely. Yeah, but that was but she that was very much her character and, and she is was... this rich super bitch right who is a mutant who who is perfection like and you're like her, oh okay her mutant ability was partly just making people do what she wanted them to do wasn't it um, well, it was she a has psychic a, ability she is she's psychic but her body is um perfection uh, like uh, it's super athletic yeah. super flights whatever um Captain America, like sure. what the the perfect essence of what a human being with super abilities can right, be. Right, like, right. Like, oh, lucky you. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's nice. Also, very. She was um, an Indian character, so that's always always nice. Always nice. Um, I. That's what I liked about the X Men is they were all creeds, colors, sexual preferences across the board, yep. and even went further to be like, oh, here's a blue person, yes. and you're like, cool. Yeah. You know. Hey, uh, whatever happened to Banshee? Dead. 
Is he totally dead? He, he is really dead. is dead? Yeah. Okay. I think that happened before my time. I think Siren back. could be dead at this point as well. Okay, that's fine. Um, I always enjoy, enjoyed the Siren Banshee come with the other power. I enjoy the screaming idea. Sure. Um, and I like the cape with the spirals. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's got a very 80s design going on right Oh, there, totally. That's for sure. Uh, Firestar is always my go-to. Firestar is I do, I do like me the Firestar. I can't say that I've ever had any kind of connection to Jubilee whatsoever. You and a lot of people. Slightly more after she became a vampire, only because I'm like, really? Oh, they did something different with her. Yeah. Yeah, but also I don't also even know if that's vampire. a thing anymore. I, I haven't seen her in a long while. Mm-hmm. She was, they had the, what are the, ex-ladies book, Pre-Secret Wars, and yeah, then and it kind of fell by the wayside. It, 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 yeah, that wasn't a very good book. I wasn't reading it. You know, I feel bad. It's like, oh, it's all the ex-ladies. It's yeah, a feminist fiction. Was, totally, I didn't It just wasn't interest. written very well. No. Um, yeah, Jubilee, like she's in the new movie, but you know she's in it, but you only know it's her because of the yellow jacket. Like, she, I don't think she has any lines. Okay, maybe like one. That's fine. Um, they don't even show her powers, but mm-hmm. essentially Jubilee had the same powers as um, Dazzler. It, it, not the same exact part, but the light effects. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, Ugh. I guess that's fine. Um, Jubilee is like a. a Stank, you just can't get rid of from like the late eighties, early nineties. The mole rats, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you say shadow cat? I was gonna say yeah. I, not, not, that she's not, not that a she's character. a C list or anything. No, but I I, always that's like that, a character yeah. that grew into her own. Like, yeah, yeah. No, Kitty Pride's a great character. I like that she's you know she's off in the Guardians of the Galaxy now. I like that she was like Professor Kitty Pride for mm-hmm. a while, which at first. I was kind of like, oh, she can't be. She's, you know, too young and inexperienced. Yeah. I'm like, no, she has been around for a long while. And she did a good job. I liked how she would talk to Jean Grey with like this no-nonsense kind of, I know you're going through a rough time, but you could kill people and you need to get it under control. Yeah. And that, that I really had a lot of respect for. Uh, yeah, G- uh, Kitty Pride was kind of like, she was our voice mm-hmm. for the comic, but through the eyes of a mutant. you know, Because she was more human than mutant yeah. in certain as- aspects. Um, I'm a huge Iceman fan. He's always been one of my favorites. Hey, speaking of, before we leave Shadowcat behind, mm. what's happened to Lockheed? Oh, he's still with her. Is I guess. he still with her? Yeah, he pops up now. I, I always like the dragon. Fact, yeah. I like the fact that she had a dragon. It I loved Excalibur. I thought that was a fantastic book. That, that little little cheesy book out in the middle of England. I liked and it. I like because they brought in Captain Britain, who I'm a big sucker for. Yeah, and Nightcrawler yeah. was over there because yeah. Nightcrawler is very cool. Well, um, you want to you want to go off into the tertiary books, leaving X Men behind. I read X Force, which was mm. the one with Shatterstar. X Force. I read X Force like in the '90s, pretty religiously for a while. I there was something about it that was very appealing. I, I don't know what. Rumor is that's the next movie they're going to try and do is really? X Force, and they threw up a um, a list of um, characters. I. I want to say Shatterstar was on that list. I know he's been through some changes in the time when I went yeah. on a break. I'm in, it's just in a very slow process of catching up with 10 years worth of comic storylines that I missed. But I, he, he became gay for at least a little while, too, I the think. Last, last I read he was. Yeah. Who knows now, though? But he was always like in the book. But he was a bisexual character that chose to fall in love with Richter. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, gay couple. Sure, sure. But sure. if Richter was to die or to leave, I'm pretty sure Shatterstar would go to whatever he fancied. Well, he didn't really have any kind of role. That's one of the reasons why I sort of liked him. I mean, he was like a super soldier, and yeah, he was a lot of emotion, emotion bred out of him or whatever. So it's not like he was running in and out of relationships. Mm-hmm. I just thought he was a badass. You know, I, I do know that they they want to do the New Mutants is one of the other movies they have kind of thought processed on, and some of the characters they have on there. You know, like, I'm not a big fan of. Um, 
Wolfsbane, the Scottish girl that can turn into the, the werewolf. Yeah, there like, was... she's the, she's like wolf girl, werewolf, wolf. Like, yeah, she can right. transform into three. She just, because her Catholic upwinding was continuous mm. through all the books. There was somebody else who looked a lot like her, but it was, there was Wolfsbane, and there was another woman who had kind of a wolf-like appearance. Oh, Feral? That's Yeah, she was cat. She was a cat. Oh, I'm so you sorry. You're a dog and cat person. Really, yeah. kind of depends on who was drawing. Yeah, new mutants, was... new mutants, Wolf, Wolfsbane. Yeah. Uh, X Force, Feral. Got it. <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, got each it. one gets their own animal chick. This is the dog <laughs> one. This is the cat yeah. one. Got it. Otherwise, I, I always thought they were drawn. What is it? Is it Jay Lee or whatever? Jay Lee. He's yeah. He's they, an artist. There was there the they would make fun of like there's a certain style that if you would see they're like oh it's right off the cover of an X-Force book, you know? Yeah. A very sketchy stuff. Kind of like Jim Lee, except slightly messier, you know? Mm, yeah. And then the the girls, anybody who had any kind of animal kind of thing about them at all always had the Wolverine-type hair with yeah. the, the little wings going out on the side. That yeah, was a even, thing. Yeah, even over in the DC universe, they gave... Um, oh, damn it, I can't remember her name right now. Who? Uh... uh she touches the animal spirit spectrum and she gets the powers of the animal. I don't remember. Oh, God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm such a huge Boy, fan of her. does that sound like an 80s hero? Vixen. Or what? Oh, yes, Vixen. Yeah. That's right. it is. In the 80s, they gave her the Wolverine hair. Yeah, like, yeah. And you're just like, this has no reason for this. Which I always uh, thought was cool that Hugh Jackman actually managed to pull it off a little bit. Yeah, and not with a wig. No. And when no. it is the wig, for reshoots, you can tell. And yeah. you're like, that's a bad wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I know that the the New Mutants thing they want to try and get off. The New Mutants had a I like Hannibal. I always been kind of a, he's he's a good character. It's so funny that I'm reading these issues from like 190 to 200 of mm-hmm. the X Men book, and he was back when I was reading. He was like this happy go lucky farm boy type guy. Yeah. And in the two thousand uh, 200s book, he's like he's always got like a, a matchstick hanging out of his mouth. He's angry all the time. Mm-hmm. He's always got that scarf. What the hell happened to Hannibal? Oh, he's. They um they killed his sister, didn't they? They killed like his whole family. Oh wow! Like his his family, like his the big joke was his mom kept popping out mutants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's they're hillbillies. Yeah, they yeah. had like you know nine brothers and sisters, and yeah. they were all mutants. Right, right. And they all got like massacred. What? So that he had like yeah, he's dark, dark stuff. And his sister Husk is still around, but she's crazy. Okay. Like she husks so many different personalities mm-hmm. and stuff that it drove her kind of nuts which i always think is definitely the case i mean yeah if yeah. you're a mutant you're being hunted daily yeah, you're gonna be a little nuts sure yeah um and i always liked uh danny moonstone okay yeah the, the native american that can enter your dreams i've yeah. always dug that yeah. it's always kind of cool yeah. so the new mutants the experts and new mutants there are characters definitely there that could be a successful franchise I think if you put Deadpool or Cable on any one of those teams, it just helps yeah. the movie. We haven't you know seen I mean? Cable at all. Have Not we? yet. I'm, but he'll be in Deadpool too. Like they confirm that straight up. Good. So it's Good. like he's coming. I'm looking forward to that. I like the fact that they're just. <laughs> he needs to be in one with an element of humor. I yeah, mean, you know, Cable can be played seriously, but most of the time he's got such a '90s kind of. It is, and when and when you really start to think of Cable, and you find out like he's. The son of Jean Grey and Scott Summers from a different timeline who bounced into this timeline to protect mm-hmm. them. You're just like, it's that's a lot of drama. <laughs> it really is. So let's just, you're you, a badass from yeah. two badass people. Yeah, and then add a done. technovirus in there as well. Oh, and yes. And psychic yeah. powers from time to time. Yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah. And then you have the, the weird apocalyptic, 
you're preordained to kill Apocalypse, but we just had him in the movie, so clearly you're not going to be connected to that. <laughs> not yet, you know? anyway. Um, but it's the, yeah. Um, I used to use the example when, and then I used it in a comic book shop, when you would come in and let's say you're like, I want to read a uh, female superhero. Mm-hmm. Who's the first one you think of? It's usually Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because she is the most popular female superhero. Now, in the last 20 years, I would say you could probably name a lot more. I mean, anyone off the street could name the probably now Black Widow, mm-hmm. maybe a Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Um, Storm. Storm. Yeah. They've always, Storm was always the second one they'd say. They'd be like, Wonder Woman, Storm. Right. And I think because Wonder I mean, um, Storm being, one, such a strong female character, one being an African character, with striking white hair. Yes. And probably one of the coolest powers ever did yeah. not hurt her creation to no. become awesome. What I liked was all the other characters always get into some kind of like personal drama. And mm-hmm. Storm, of course, has had some kind of personal drama. A few times here and there, yeah. But it always seems like it's important drama, you know? I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's not whininess just for the sake of whininess. You know, that's, I, that's fair. <laughs> I always, I always, anytime she had a problem, I'm like, that sounds like a problem. I sympathize with you. Other people get a problem. I'm like, would you please stop whining and fix your shit, you know? I could not handle Wolverine's pining whining over Jean Grey for the 90s to save my life. Yeah. It was like I don't I don't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah. I don't want to read about it. Yeah. Like even when you pick you watch the X-Men cartoon, it was always like Jean, my love for Jean. You're just like shut up. Which I never really watched that cartoon. That was just a little little after I guess I grew out of that That's market, fair. I suppose. But I don't know. I, I didn't like it either only because I I was never a huge fan of Jean Grey. I still thought she was too good for Scott, mm. but I thought Wolverine was too good for her. I'm like, you're pining after somebody who doesn't necessarily feel the same way, but that's what made him kind of almost approachable. It's like, we've all been in that situation where we've liked somebody who clearly doesn't like us back, and then we've also had that friend who won't shut up about it. It's yeah. like, you know, they don't like you that way. You need to move on. So it kind of, eh, something to identify with, I guess. Who are, who are some of your favorite um, mutant villains? Oh God! You just throw Magneto in there, and I'm just like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard to pick somebody else to go above it him. It is kind of, it is. It's one of those things where you're just like, he is really one of the better comic book villains mm. across the grid. Like, mm. I mean, I mean, like DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, whatever. Like, he is upper right. villainy. Like, because not only is he super super bad, yeah, he's one of the most powerful mutants on the planet, but you understand why. They always gave yeah. him plenty of backstory, and that backstory hasn't changed too particularly. No, much and 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 any time you can, and it's one of those things like you go like blah 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 Holocaust survivor. You're like, oh, uh, you know, do your thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> like uh, you are going to have some things that you, you have need to handle. A gateway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of leadway to yeah. do many many things. Uh, the Hellfire Club, I never really knew all that well. You know, I, I I enjoy the Hellfire Club because I just like the idea that these rich white people got together yeah. and they were like, well, we're going to make a superpower group for us. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, okay. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> and I have said it over and over again, Mr. Sinister is just a fabulous vampire. You know? I enjoy <laughs> Mr. Sinister on a lot of different levels. Like, there, there's some fun to be had. 
I with thought, the fabulous vampire. I thought in the Secret Wars books they were just like, you know what? Because that's how he always kind of appeared. And in Secret Wars, the one from last right. year, they're like, let's just go whole hog with it. You know, here he is. He's just going to be like sassy as anything. And I do hope he is the next villain. I don't know who they would cast for him. Boy, I want to see what they do with that strange, the, the little ribbons that hang And you off would of hope there. that they would do it. That's the problem. I really do want is, them to do it. And again, like, because I've seen the new movie and I don't want to ruin anything. They, at the end of the movie, they have costumes. Yes. And I'm kind of like hoping maybe that's ushering in a new era where they're like, look, if if Captain America yeah. and Spider-Man can yeah. run around together, we can have ribbon cape. Yeah. <laughs> and not have Whatever it be it so ridiculous. I want it to, I want it to actually, you know, pardon the pun, I want it to look sinister. I mean, having that little ribbon cape and having the little tendrils like move around oh, a little so bit. Fantastic. It would be awesome. Cause, and I like that yeah, he's pure, pure white and yeah. I love the little diamond. Yes. And, and I thought for sure that they would have worked him into the new movie because he works for Apocalypse yeah. so often and they didn't have him. And Maybe it was just they just like, need him to have his own centerpiece. I think you know? so too because he's so <laughs> fun. Yeah, because I like that he's like this genetic mutated thing that that's But gross. every time I saw him, I'm like, but you do mean a vampire, right? Because he looks like Dracula. Oh, God, he so, always looks yeah. like Dracula. Um, I'm a big fan of Pyro, the Blob, and Avalanche when yeah. they were the core set of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, yes. which is so on the nose. It is. Like, we are the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. You're like, oh, got it. You it's must be the bad guys. in our name. Yes. You know? like, and I know they've made reference to that in the comic book. Every once in a while, yeah. it's like, well, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. So you probably need better PR guys, I think. Like, I've always thought they were fun, like, 80s, 90s little characters that bomb around. Um, I'm a big fan of the Black Queen. Um, I, do, I know very little about her. She's, when, when written well... She is definitely a villain that can take out the whole group. Right. It's just it's just written appropriate is the yeah. problem. It's a lot of that's, that can be said for a lot of characters. Like I mean, anyone can be written better if it's written by a better character, you yeah. know, a better writer. Yeah. Um, I've always been a fan of the oh Sabretooth. Oh, now that's a yeah. Did you ever read the the Sabretooth limited series that came out in the nineties? Probably. I the art will remember being really good and. And it really explored that character. And then I liked in the original Age of Apocalypse story when he turned out to be like almost a good guy in that book. For yeah, a he's bit. a good guy now, and it's kind of working. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem with the um, the villains that are so villainous they turn to good, like Magneto and Sabretooth mm-hmm. and Mystique. It's mm-hmm. like you get to the point where you're like, all right, well, you've done everything bad. Yeah. So I guess you've got to be a good guy for a while. Yeah, yeah. So we can remember how good you were as a bad guy. Well, the bad guys yeah. are always more interesting when we like them a bit. So mm-hmm. if they ever turn evil again, we'll be like, oh, but I always liked you and I identify with you, but now you're a bad guy. Uh, I feel that the um, Liam Schreiber's Sabretooth was the only thing worthy of watching in the Wolverine movie. Mm, I agree. Because that movie is... God awful. Well, I've only seen it the one time. You and, are good. But that's the thing. I remember telling somebody, I was like, oh, I didn't think it was that bad. And they're like, really? When was the last time you watched it? I'm like, ah, uh, when it came out? And they're like, yeah, it's not. That's fair. I'm not going to say you can not find gems in it. Right. But, but I, it's, it's been a long time. I haven't it, seen it again. It's definitely a rough watch. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I do remember Lee of Schreiber being the one exception in that. So when they said that they might bring him back yeah. for Wolverine 3, I was like, I would be okay with I'd that because that. was it the first version of Sabretooth that wrestler that had like one line? Oh, was, all those characters in that first X-Men movie other than Magneto were like, hey, 
Who are some of those villains? Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll pick that one, that one, this one, and uh, that one in the back. And we'll basically paint them on a wall and point the camera at them yeah, for a minute. Yeah, like they have no... There. I mean, come on, Toad. Yeah, I Such know. a waste of a character. That, <laughs> and then that terrible scene with Storm. Oh, that whole... Yeah. Yeah. Joss Whedon has explained how that line should have been written. It's still not a good line. No, Even when I he could... gives it a better line reading, yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah, I get you. Yeah. Still not good. No. <laughs> it would have been a very, you know what? It's a funny thing reading it that, and if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, when she says, what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning and he gets struck, and she says the same thing that happens to everybody else, it should have been written in a very Buffy the Vampire Slayer Joss Whedon way. Right. You know, what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning? Blam! And then a shrug. Same things happen to everything else, and then walk off. Yeah, you know? she she delivers it with so much, like makes it an importance. And you're like, it's like it was supposed to be shrugged off. You're just like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, but everything she said. I mean, not no. to go back on it, but no. my god, I yeah. mean, Logan, Logan, and you're just like, oh, stop, shut stop, up. stop it, stop it. Just like, At least I have chosen a side. You're like, oh, ouch, Ow, Hallie, you just talking. turned him around. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> like even in part three when she fights Calypso, you're just like. Oh, here she is taking off her lightning bolt earrings for the ghetto fight. Like it's just no. like, oh Jesus! Best part about watching her was get killed when she got stabbed. I was like, yes. Hey, here we go. We've been waiting for this. I was just like, do it again. <laughs> oh dear. But I, I, I think mutants have been a very important character in Marvel comics. In my life, and clearly in yours as well, like they are definitely our, one of our favorite comic yeah. book characters and in cartoons and movies and stuff. They were probably my first Marvel comic characters that I got into. Oh, they were definitely for me. Before then, I'd read, yeah. you know, I'd read some, de- I read some, I read a lot of Teen Titans, I read ElfQuest, mm-hmm. I read a handful of other books from here and there, but getting into comics full time, it was X Men. I, I, my first X-Men was watching um, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Because, well, that's why I really have a love for Iron or Iron Star. <laughs> oh, who's Iron Star? Uh, Ooh, Firestar and happen. Iceman. Because they were the first two that I remember seeing. Yeah. And they were very much like, oh, we're mutants, but we hang out with Spidey. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. It is. Also, because I'm so hot all the time, I've always wanted ice powers. Because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God, I could be so, I could wear a hoodie everywhere every day and no one would question it because yeah. i'd be like oh are you hot no man ice man ice man it's I'm right cool as i'm ice. very cool <laughs> like oh <laughs> uh, like i i've always wanted to be a mutant but i want to be like ice specific powers i'm like that's not how mutants work you don't get to choose but if and you could is that what you would definitely choose probably okay like as much as i would love to be able to fly flight is always somebody i always yeah. like the idea. i really like the idea of super strength I don't know. Like, yeah, to be without having to without awesome. without having to be like the big bulky Superman with the muscles yes, all over yeah. the place. The strength where it's just like, oh, here I will lift up the end of your car yeah. for you. You know, I always I like mean, that. Having the ability to, to control weather would be also very cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Iceman adjacent, really. Yeah. Like because I could just put wind on me all the time too, yeah, and my hair would look fantastic yes. because it'd always be blowing. Yes, um, exactly. But like, there is. Yeah, like those. I, like I never want to be. Oh, I'm going to be invisible. Why? You, you're invisible. Like, sure, it would be great for about two hours. I would. I, I could think of <laughs> certain particular situations where. It sure, would be cool, but if I want it, for and we're all not going to go into be dirtiness. No. Of course, they always are. No. But it doesn't matter. Like, yes, being invisible would be great for like six hours tops. Yeah, I was and about then to you're say. like, okay, well. 
I have to I'm escape done. from this terrible situation I'm in and I'm going to leave. But thankfully, yeah. that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. But yeah. Flight would definitely be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, de- super strength would be great. I can't imagine what I would use it for, unfortunately, because no. I don't do anything in my and, life. And luckily, in in, uh, in my in, in our everyday lives, having the ability to put laser blasts out of your hands or fingers or eyes is not, not as, important. Not important. Yeah. No, I never needed the, the destructo parts. I admit the magnetism one would be kind of fun. The too. magnetism one definitely would be because it's almost like having the force. Yeah. But then by that rationality, telepathy and telekinetics also are very Actually, high on my list. Actually, telekinetics, yeah. yeah. Telepathy, not as much, only because I've seen so many telepaths go crazy or evil or both. Yeah, but can, but I but in my mind I can control it. So True. you know I, I'll just I can turn it on and off. Right, like if I had telepathy, I would just walk up to the Warner Brothers mm. studio. Yes. Mind wipe everyone and be like, I'm now in charge. Yes. Let me help your movies <laughs> because yes. you're doing them really, all wrong. Really need so help. let me do it. Yeah, I can handle that. <laughs> Shape changing sometimes I think would be fun. That would be as fun as well. Wings would be cool, but only if I could make them go when I want to. Because this whole binding them down to his back thing I never bought. I'm like, no. there's way too much stuff to hide. Under yeah, there. it yeah. never really made sense. And even um, the only... Yeah, you're right. Like In the comics, they just always, he's, um, they're bound into his back. And you're like... Okay. It's like a 12-foot wingspan. You're like, sure, I'll buy it because it's a comic. And then when we saw them bound to his back in X-Men 3, when he was wearing that giant overcoat, you're like... That's why you don't do that because you look stupid. Exactly why. <laughs> did you ever? Did I ever show you that that copy of What the that I have? I don't. Oh, probably. Yeah, it was, it's it actually has him at one point. He like is binding it down to his back and he's wearing a hat and it's all happy go lucky. He's like, now I will look like a normal person. This huge coat. There's feathers like dropping all yeah, over the place like, and everything. It's, no. it's, it just doesn't work. No. It, it's almost more digestible that they have the image inducer for Nightcrawler and Beast. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going on public. I'll hit this little button. Oh, look, now I look human. Much more like likely. that made much more sense yes. than the. Why don't you just give him that? Like yeah. shit. <laughs> I don't need the um. I don't need the claws coming out of my arms, but I think the healing factor would be pretty cool. The healing factor is great, but I, I, you know, the weird thing until the movie, I never put two and two together that the claws actually came out of his arms. Oh, really? I, I just didn't think about it. I don't know why. I think it was... I mean, I knew they did because yeah. I understand how things work. Yeah. But I think the physicalness of actually seeing them come out of this human skin yeah. and then going back in and seeing the wound, I was like, oh my God, that's got to hurt. Really? Every yeah. goddamn time. And then yeah. when she asked him, does it hurt? He's like, every time. And I'm like, yeah. It, it probably really kind would. Kind of would, yeah. <laughs> but it does make. At least they do have that because we've talked before about when they're retracted. Can he still bend his wrist? You know, and it depends on who draws him. Yeah, and yeah. also what are they anchored off of and all that. We don't want to get too much <laughs> into the mechanics of that. A lot of drama. I just there. always remember being really impressed when they get got rid of his adamantium and they made it very clear that the. The it's the claws, bone, yeah. The claws were actually that wasn't something that he got with the adamantium. That was part of, it. and I always remember being very impressed by that. I like that they even brought it in the movie where he was certain he like in the last movie he was just like here's he's in the seventies bones yeah yeah here in the future metal and you were like oh all right cool so Got something it. happens good 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 done nice I don't need to know why no um, have you always liked Storm's mohawk or not mohawk uh, I don't need the mohawk I don't That's I fair. don't dislike it but when I first started reading her I don't think she had one right. so I just like the white she had the white with the little pointy black crown in the front which I always kind of dug oh the, the yeah okay I yeah the, the tiara yeah. I guess it is yes I, I I have no I love the mohawk mm-hmm. um 
My, my issue with the Mohawk is how she got her last one. Oh, when they were in the, uh, the shower with the shower with that Logan. Yeah, is the dumbest thing ever. It's basically a floby. <laughs> like, he was just like, "Stand still, darling. Slice." I was like, "No, no, that's dumb. Yeah, go do it yourself. <laughs> you have a razor." <laughs> Wolverine is good at many things, but you don't want an amateur to cut your hair. No. <laughs> also, I'm like, what? <laughs> like I'm reading this going like, what are you two doing in the shower? Yeah. That also weirded me out because there's a couple I don't like. Yeah. I, I get to me. I think they make a little bit of sense, but I've never really dug I've never really yeah. dug it. You no. Know? They've really partnered up a lot of the X-Men. What about her and Black Panther? That was weird too. That, but they were were they married? Like they were officially married. Yeah, I have that issue. And they're not together anymore. No, new universe. Oh, okay, <laughs> sweet. All right, that's fine. I, I think about that every once in a while. I'm like, because they, I don't know. No, they divorced them. Yeah. Did they actually divorce them? They just said that doesn't exist. I think a little bit of both. Okay. My only problem was like on paper it worked. You were like, yes, she is from Africa. He is a king and from Africa. She mm-hmm. is perceived to be a goddess. Sure. He is a king. Boom, get them together. Yeah. Now they're the African power couple and whatever. That's awesome. That's cool. But it read like, hey. Black character. He's black. black. Yes, She's yeah. black. They have to be together. Right. And you were like, that doesn't know. Which I like. There's a, they've, they've actually had quite a few uh, multiracial couples in yeah. the, all over Marvel you know, lately. Which I always really like that it's just kind of like, you know, it's not a thing. It's, just, it's not a thing. You're yeah. right. But it... For those two, it so felt like, yeah. hey, they're both black. Clearly, they must be together. Because yeah, when like, I was what? young, really, that sounds really stupid. And when you're younger, it seems to make such sense. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. And then when I got older, I'm like, just, they could be with other people, you know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, like she that. dated Forge for a long, long time. I remember and he's that. Native American. I remember that. That's right. Yeah. I totally forgot Forge. Wow. Yeah. Is he? Is he's, he dead? Yeah, he's still around. He's still around. Okay. Yeah, he mm-hmm. pops up here and there, kind of like, hey, remember me? And you're just like, yeah. His mutant ability was do. mechanics. Yeah, he could build almost anything. All right, that would—that's his ability. Which like I he, like that. You know, idea. and he's athletic. I Honestly, guess, you know? I would be fine with a mutant power like that. You know, or like this one guy over in X Men right now, Hijack, take over any mechanical thing mm-hmm. at all. I like that too. I, Sable was a great character. She her mutant ability was to understand all technology. Yeah. Like she understood all computers, and I was yeah. like. That would be so helpful. It really would. Like, as much as I want the Iceman ability, yeah. the technology power would be very cool. I, I like, always like watching people do things that they're good at. So watching somebody like Forge just being like, oh, well, we need something to break into this building here that's going to be able to do this, that, and the other thing. Give me a minute. Yeah. You know, and he builds it. Or like, like Beast is like, oh, we need a, you know, a repulsor ray. Mm-hmm. Hold, please. Yeah. Like, do, 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 do. <laughs> like, okay, here you go. There we are. Like, sure. Reverse the polarity on it. Done. I guess that's some of the things that I actually, I liked some of the mutant abilities that were more subtle. The luck abilities, which you can play with forever. Mm, Domino's luck ability is good. Luck like manipulation, yeah. yeah. That's just, I mean, because it's, they call it luck just because they don't know what else to yeah. call it, but it's like probabilities and mm-hmm. stuff. I like stuff like that. Yeah, she's like a human D20. <laughs> and then whatever, you've got that one guy who can uh, uh, cipher. Who can understand any language? That's a good. That That's would be also cool very too. helpful yeah. as well. But then they. But in, in the nineties, it was like, oh, he can understand language. But then as the millennium took hold with the computer, they yeah. were like, oh no, no, any language, like computer, computer code. Language. And you were like, oh, now he's useful. Okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah, I thought he was useful before. No, but, but I mean, yeah. realistically, though, like if you're not in a certain country where they speak a different language, right? He's kind of not helpful. Exactly. <laughs> but I like how they could possibly play up. Yeah, the the fact that. 
But they called him Cypher, so he could mm-hmm. understand any code, too, which is neat. Yeah, no, I, I think the X-Men have... There's a lot of, lot of X-Men to talk about. I mean, clearly, because we keep going on. But, yeah. but it's like... I think what they have done in the movies is they pick the top-tiered characters that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I think they have done a pretty good job right. at representing certain characters, whether it be different actors or whatnot. Um, it's nice to see that you know Hugh Jackman has gotten to portray Wolverine many, many times. And I think he's getting better yeah. every time he does it. And he started out really good, too. Yeah, yeah. I th- and it's so funny, like... You look at him now, he's so much more um, masculine and, like, muscular now yes. than he was in the first X-Men movie. Yeah. You watch the first one, you're like, oh, look at you. You're, like, 20 and you're skinny. <laughs> now you're, like, now you're almost 50 and you're built like a brick shithouse. Yeah, they keep showing those pictures of him doing weightlifting. Oh, you're Jesus like, Christ, You're going to yeah. blow blood vessels I know, he's, like, doing place. deadlifts. At, like, you're like, stop it. We yeah, get it. You're yeah. buff. Yeah, you uh, really are. I, and, and I think that they have... Overall, done a pretty good job. Whether you um, enjoyed the movies or not, as far as comparing to the X Men, the comic, yes. that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But I feel that they get the heart correct for most of the characters. Yeah. I would be, I would say, probably nine times more, more positive than negative yeah. as far as the portrayal. Yes, and that's really what it comes down to. And then, of course, we always have the comic books we always go back to. But we can all agree, Magneto's the best. <laughs> And he was always right. And especially once they got Fastbender to play him. He really is good. Like, there <laughs> really is, is. Like, I, I could watch Nazi Magneto Hunter all day long. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was the best part of the movie when he went to, like, and he's walking through, like, um, the Russian house. He's just, like, beating up all those. We were just like, I could watch this man kill Nazis all day. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All of these things. Like, yes. All these things. With your Magneto powers. Yeah. And it doesn't help that he's a really good looking dude. I was but, just going to say that. Like, but then you look and you're like, it's so weird. That's the only problem when they cast, when they recast all those guys. You're like, one of these is not Ian McKellen. <laughs> no. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody you're like, else. You're like, I'll buy that McAvoy will turn into Patrick Stewart. Yep. I'll buy that. The other two, nope. No. <laughs> so I'm like, but bless you yeah, for no, trying. You did a really nice job, but at some point they were like, no, no. But we know this. It's okay. It's it's movie universe. That's fine. That's fine. All right. That'll be us for this week. Um, I am Leland here with Elizabeth. If you are like getting lost in sci-fi, you know, uh, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your favorite X-Men and why mm-hmm. uh, we have our own different podcasts. I uh, got Pixley Geek on Tom. I said pixelygeek.tom. Like, that's not even a thing. <laughs> I wonder if there is a dot .tom URL. Hmm, He's the old sure. MySpace guy. Pixelygeek.com, Binary System Podcast, Movie Issues Podcast. We're all out there. So if you enjoy any of that, listen. Uh, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys.